Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. That was intense music. That was like, uh, Mom, I fucking hate you. Why are you marrying Eddie? You know? Great to be here. Uh, did anyone else get taken advantage of on the way here? No? Swear to God, the guy ripped me off at the toll. He charged me $12. And I was too dumb to check the change. But I should have, because the guy had a gold chain on and gold rings. I'm like, God damn. Before I paid him, I'm like, I could get a job here. You know, I like that look. The ring, you know what I mean? Nope. Nope. Because you got to be an asshole to look like that guy. Because he's taking that $5 and he's putting it towards his jewelry fund. Yeah, I'm not happy. I might have to fucking partner up with that guy that crashed in the toll. I'm that angry. I get like murderous angry on the road. And then I get out of the car, I'm fine. Like, you know, it's like masturbation. You know what I mean? It's just like you jerk off, you come, and then it's like, what was I doing? Well, let's get back to my homework. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> Therapy is cheaper here. Guys, we've got a donation here for $2. And if you don't want to pay that, because I get it, it's fucking expensive around here. You can take a picture of me and this fine establishment or just this establishment and donate that way. Just tag us, though. Can you do that? Huh? Can you tag us for that? All right. I'm going to bring up my first comedian. He's going to redeem my intro. Ladies and gentlemen, Mark, Mark? No, 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 no. You fucking asshole, Alex. Mike Whitaker! Oh, I was, uh, I was walking down the street and I saw a woman and she had a shirt on that said, I heart consensual sex. And I was like, fuck yeah, rock and roll. That is a thing I am also into. Uh, and I was like, man... And then I like thought about it for a little bit and I'm like, oh man, I feel so bad for like women in society that they would have to wear a garment that says, please don't try to fuck me, Uh, which is like a thing I can't relate to because that is what my clothes say about me every day regardless. It's just, please don't try to fuck me. Uh, Do you ever have a social interaction so awkward that you have to either uh, like die or move away? Is that a thing that's a relatable concept? I, uh... I was uh, shopping for furniture at Salvation Army because uh, I'm fucking moving up in the world. This is the first apartment I've ever moved into where all my furniture didn't come from the side of the road, so I think I'm fucking killing it. Uh, I, uh, I have my headphones in. I'm listening to a true crime murder podcast. I'm listening to a depiction of a woman being very graphically dismembered. 
I'm in a weird headspace. Uh, I feel the same way about like true crime murder podcast as I do uh, about taking mushrooms, which is like, while it's happening, I'm having a bad time most of the time. And then afterwards, I'm kind of glad I know that stuff. Uh, and then uh, I, so like, I'm fucking, I, I'm listening to this woman being dismembered. <laughs> and then I just hear this voice. It's like, excuse me, did we go to high school together? And I was like, oh, what? Yes. And I'm like, I don't recognize this woman. I answer yes anyway. Uh, and she was like, oh, cool. Uh, what's your name? I'm like, Mike. She's like, oh, what are you? We graduated the same year. What are you up to now? And I'm like, uh, I live down the street, which is really accurate, like very accurate, very vague. Uh, I'm like, I work here now, which like what I meant to say is I work in town, but it came across a lot like I work at the Salvation Army. Uh, and like, I'm not like I'm of the position like you shouldn't shame people for where they work, but like also I'm doing a little bit better than that right now. Uh, and she, and this is like this conversation so awkward that she just starts volunteering information and that does not make it any less awkward. She's like, "Oh, well like uh, I just moved back to the area. I'm getting married. That's my fiance over there. Like I work here in town." I'm like, "That's nice." And I just like put my headphones back in and I leave. And I'm like, I like I like that was just such a fucking awkward interaction. And like I wanted to like redeem myself, so I found her on Facebook and I'm like, "I just need to like send her a message and apologize but i can't send that message what what's that message gonna say sorry i was weird to you in a salvation army i was listening to a woman getting murdered <laughs> uh oh my goodness one minute uh guys when i when i moved uh the first time i ever moved into an area where i could get food delivered to my house was uh, the same year the Domino's Pizza Tracker app came out, which was brilliant because like I could get chicken wings delivered to my house uh, without ever having to talk to anyone. It was also coincided with a period of Great Depression in my life. 16 chicken wings. This is mathematically proven. The best amount of chicken wings to eat when you're a depressed piece of shit. The problem is the Domino's app doesn't allow you to order chicken wings in increments of... 16 it allows you to order them in increments of eight which is not enough it allows you to order them in increments of 14 so close what would the next increment be guesses 42 42 it is 8 14 42 it's a pizza box it's the depression fibonacci sequence really all right guys i'm mike whatever it's my time give it up for your host unbelievable love it i hope that is that your truck out there is that your truck out there okay thank god anyways you know the one thing i like about uh, weed nowadays is technology okay it makes it very convenient for family reunions yeah grandma what's cooking me bitch your next comic is another fellow dad. His name, Tommy Feldman. Alrighty, guys. So, <clears throat> had a meeting in uh, Novato today. You guys ever been to Novato? Yeah. 
I was kind of surprised going there. It was uh, mostly white people, uh, not many Latinos. This surprised me. Uh, but then I remembered my friend Jose, he did tell me one time, he said, dude, that's why we call it Novato. Uh, I was listening to the radio on the way over here. They were talking about Kim Jong-un. Guy's building rockets again. What a flip-flopper this guy is. You know, first he's threatening us with missiles. Then uh, he wants to be our friend. Then he's back at it with the rockets. Very indecisive. I think Donald Trump is going to give him a new nickname soon. Kim Jong-un. <laughs> on the radio, they were saying that uh, also that uh, Target is going to be entering the market for lingerie. Yes, to uh, compete with Victoria's Secret. And after they made that decision, uh, the dollar store said they were going to do the same thing. Except instead of calling it uh, Victoria's Secret, they're going to call it Britney's Mystery. Except it's not a mystery at all, because in order for the dollar store to save money, they skimp on material. So there's big holes here, here, and here. Brilliant marketing strategy, though, because uh, that laundry will save you time and money. <laughs> Okay, another company with uh, brilliant marketing is Big Ass Fans. You guys ever hear Big Ass Fans? So um, they make these 20-foot wide industrial ceiling fans. If you've ever been to Costco and looked up, you've, you've seen their work. Uh, Big Ass Fans has been so successful with that name, they've inspired a lot of other companies and organizations. Like we have Big Ass Trans now. This is a medical firm that helps sumo wrestlers and NFL linebackers transition from male to female. Now they don't have any clients yet, but if they did, I think we'd all agree that would be some pretty big-ass trans. Okay, we'll leave that for a moment there. Okay, big-ass uh, jams is another company. What they want to do, it's a PR firm, and they, what they want to do is to help musicians get their songs to the top of the charts. Their goal is to get more white women to say about a particular song, oh my God, that's totally my jam. Big-ass jams. All right, big-ass scams. Uh, this is a review site where people can post about um, products and services that they think are a total waste of money. Um, trending on the site right now, we have extended warranties, acupuncture, and anything by Post Malone. Okay. Um, <clears throat> another company with brilliant marketing, 3M, because they make scotch tape. We don't, I mean, that's a very successful product. We don't even call it adhesive tape anymore, right? We call it scotch tape, okay? Now, I have to believe that there must have been a Scottish person involved in the naming of that product. In my imagination, you know, they're at 3M back in the day. They're deciding on the naming of this thing. And there's a Scotsman there, and he's like, I've got a great idea. Why don't we name it after Scotland? You know, we give it a fresh pine scent and put a Scottish kilt right on the package. Americans love Scotch whiskey, so I'm sure that they'd love Scotch tape, or my name isn't Shrek McGregor. Because in my mind, because in my mind, all, all Scottish people sound like either Shrek or Ewan McGregor. But actually, um, Scotch tape is quite an insult to the Scottish people. Um, it's what we call uh, cultural appropriation. Um, and sadly, that's not the only product that does this. You guys ever hear about the Ninja line of food processors? Uh, I think if the ninjas in Japan ever found out about it, I don't think they'd be very happy. You know, they'd be like, what is this uh, ninja food processor? This is not a ninja. I mean, yes, it, uh, it has a sharp katana bread that chop chop the vegetable quite well, but it is not a quieter like a ninja. All right. <laughs> 
Before I go, you guys, uh, my daughter's 12 years old and like her dad, she thinks she's funny. Some quick one-liners from my daughter, 12 years old. Okay, here we go. Uh, which food delivery service will bring you edible insects? Grubhub. Okay, uh, what do you call it when a comedian goes to the bathroom? Comic relief. All right, one more. Which Marvel superhero can't swim to save his life? Deadpool. Thank you guys, I'm Tommy Feldman. Give it up for Alex. Oh, Dad, I love your jokes. Please don't embarrass me again, though. I'll meet you in the car, all right? Your next comic, he's my one of my favorite Asians in this room because there's more than one, and I don't discriminate. Kevin Wong. Oh, thank you. Thank you guys so much. Man, I, I don't know if you guys missed it. The, uh, the Deadpool joke, uh, Max Eddie goes, uh, what was it? It was, uh, what was the question? Yeah, then the Max Eddie goes, it's a Black Panther. <laughs> Way to just keep it up. <laughs> Welcome, ladies. Welcome to Sausage Fest 2019, right? Look at this. This is not too bad. All right. Sorry to ruin that. That wasn't much. But give it up for the ladies, huh? We could. That's right. They're not complaining about stage time, right? They're here. They're, they're paying their two bucks. So I, um, I took a DNA test recently. Took a DNA test, 90% asshole. I'm 90% asshole, 10% bitch, 100% my dad. I am slowly becoming to my dad. It's weird. I kind of wish that they would just fuck up DNA tests just to like let, let just just so you know that, that you might be racist. I don't know. That was, let's move on past all this. That was just dumb. <laughs> that was dumb. My my old man, he's uh he's learning to text recently. Like the last few text messages said Kevin. That's it. It just said Kevin on there. So I went home for the holidays. Went home for the holidays and he texted me again. He goes, It was good seeing you. Just let you know you should come home more often. We're retired now. If you could, can you pay for our trip to Asia for two weeks? I don't know why he thinks I'm successful. You know, like I'm doing an open mic on a Friday night at meeting. I paid two bucks. So I uh I text back, new phone, who this? Did that. He goes, Dad. I was like, Who dad? Who dad? No, no dad. I don't wanna anyway. Um what else is going on? I uh anybody see the mule? Nobody saw the meal, the Clint Eastwood movie. Saw that and I was like, did they remake Gran Torino? Is that what they did? They just kind of made, they made them all Mexicans instead of uh, Vietnamese. That's that's how it was back. Like that's something believable. Actually, seeing an old cranky guy be—I don't know. Let's move on past that. Was just dumb. They got nothing there. They got nothing today. What's more disappointing? What's more disappointing? The no collusion with Russia or? Jesse Smollett getting off on all his charges, right? What is more disappointing than that? If you, I mean, the way I look at it, it's like that there was what? There was over a thousand subpoenas. There's over a thousand warrants. And there's six people going to jail. But the guy got away. It's like it's a lot like watching Game of Thrones for like three seasons and going, where are the titties? <laughs> that is what is going on with that. Jesse Smollett, this is what bothers me about Jesse Smollett. He thought Trump supporters actually watch Empire. That was the... That was his big mistake. He saw that and he's like, I got this. So he wrote a letter, like he hand wrote a letter on the outside. Then he put like this ransom note, cardboard cutout or magazine cutouts with no amounts, no kidnapping, mills it in. 
Even the mailman's like, oh, this is going to be fun. Then he opens it up. Even the cops are like, we can't play. This guy's playing. This guy's absolutely playing. So you just let it sit. Nothing happens. A week later, he goes, hey, Nigerian Hans in front. I'm going to go to Subway at 2 a.m. for a foot-long knuckle sandwich. What, do you guys want anything? Wink, wink. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was a little weird. But what else is going on? Whew. I got squeezed. That's what I got. I, uh, I've been at my job for 19 years now, 19 years, and uh, finally there's somebody with the same last name, so I have to tell them, you got the Wong Wong. You definitely got, getting all these messages for him, it sucks. So I, I write every morning, I write every, nobody knows I do this, like half the people at work know I do this, other half think I'm an asshole. So I write every morning, and I don't tell people. I let them think what they want. They think I'm a rapper. One guy thinks I'm a rapper. I'm like, do I look like I feel comfortable using the N-word? <laughs> so I let them think. Then this guy comes up yesterday, and he goes, uh, what is it that you write? And I finally said it. I said, jokes. He goes, really? I go, yeah, really? Really? No way. Yeah, really? Then he goes, can I read one? And I went, no. No, you cannot read one. That's my time. Let's bring back Alex. Thank you guys so much. I guess fuck it. I'll I'll do the mic stand. I guess. All right, Kevin. I get it. I'll leave the mic stand there. All right, trying to do something different. Your next comedian, I'm fucking believable. Orion Levine. Hello, everybody. To anybody else, just out of curiosity, anybody else here uh, peak in high school? Yeah, I think I peaked in high school. They used to love me there. Now they're like, stop hanging out here. <laughs> Good news, though, I'm uh, graduating college next month. Yeah. All right, I probably shouldn't clap. I cheated. Um, yeah, I'm uh, graduating college. Everyone's asking me, what are you going to do? I'm like, hey, slow down. I don't even know what I want to major in yet. Uh, I think I figured out what I want to do. I did some thinking. I think I just want to be a student. Uh, anybody here like an expert in biology? Maybe we can like talk about it for like four years. <laughs> I love... Uh, my family, you know, they drive me insane. Like, if I had to describe my family in six words, I would describe them, and they sneeze directly into their hands. That's <laughs> that's my family. I do have a niece. Uh, I love my niece. She's four years old. I love her to death. The other day, I asked her what she wants to be when she grows up, and she told me she wants to be a shark. <laughs> And I didn't have the heart to tell her, you know, that women can't do that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> All right, guys, relax. Women can be sharks. They're called female sharks. Sharkus vaginus, Cardi B. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think that would work. That. You know, uh, female sharks, they're actually both bigger and stronger than male sharks. Did you guys know this? Yeah, girl power. Unfortunately, though, that's considered unattractive. So, um, <laughs> if I was an animal, I think I would want to be either an elephant or a donkey, because all the other animals just seem politically irrelevant. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> keep it there. The Green Party doesn't have an animal. 
I think that's their that's their problem. <laughs> they haven't figured it out. That's it. I think I was thinking about like what should their animal be. I think it should be plankton. Because plankton is, I don't know if you know this, plankton is responsible for 50% of the Earth's oxygen. But no one gives a shit, so. Uh, <laughs> Green party it is. Hell yeah. Guys, I'm moving. Uh, I'm, I'm moving. And I'm moving. I just learned that my neighbor is a Mormon. And kind of explains why it was so cheap, you know? Nobody wants to live next to a Mormon. I think that's a fact. Is that a fact? It's a fact, yeah. No one wants to live next to a Mormon. And then I, I learned, shortly after that, I learned not only is that guy Mormon, but the guy next door to him is also a Mormon. <laughs> this whole fucking night, that horn has been getting the most laughs. <laughs> These two Mormons, they hate each other, which just proves that nobody wants to live next to a Mormon. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's me. I'm Orion Levine. Good night. Orion! I fucking love it. Let's keep the party rolling. Your next comedian, he's a redhead and he's beautiful. Let's give it up for Max Eddie. Yeah, dude. Actually, did I ever tell you? I used to get bullied by a Mormon kid. Uh, like he was like, I was a, I was in eleventh grade. He was in seventh grade, and he just bullied me every time I walked past him. And then five years later, I got to get back to him, back at him. Um, what I did is I fucked all of his moms, and that I really showed him who's boss. Polygamy, good. Okay, um, I'm bisexual. That's something about me. Um, not Mormon. I get asked by a lot of my straight dude friends to wingman for them. Uh, which is kind of weird, but I've actually developed the perfect wingman script. You guys can use it in your daily lives. Um, that's my gift to you, okay? Uh, what we do is we go to a bar, they point out a girl, I go up to that girl and I say, excuse me, miss, um, my friend over there, you see him at the end of the bar? His cum tastes amazing. It's the perfect wingman line. Because she walks away and they never ask me to be a fucking wingman again, okay? That's... That's a stupid job. Wing, be your own wingman. Did you need a wingman to land her? You do. <laughs> you were there. What the fuck? Are you serious? Ask her. She's here. Men are stupid. Uh, is there <laughs> okay, good. Um, I had another tag, but that was way better. Thank you um, for showing us that. Um, oh, man. Oh, I'm just talking about high school, too. I actually just moved back to my hometown. It made me realize I miss, you know, I miss high school. I miss you know, being in, in the small town. I miss like high school rivalries. Did you guys have a rival high school? Uh, make some noise if you did. Like, yeah, it was, fu it was fun, right? Just got to hate openly. Like that was so cool, right? Like no one questions it either. Just like, well, why, do, why, do, why don't we like those guys? Well, cause they go to the other one, dude. Come on, now fucking get your bag. We're gonna shit on their goalposts and steal their mascot, okay? I love that. I love that vibe. We actually, um, I went to Army High, and the rival was Fairfield High. And before the big game every year, um, they'd come to our school and they'd graffiti our blacktop. And it would say, Army High sucks. And then we'd go over and we'd graffiti the side of their cafeteria. Just, Fairfield High sucks. 
turns out we were both right. 20% dropout rates at both schools. We're not so different after all. It's fun. We also, our football teams, the four years I went to that school, went a combined four and 76. Two teams that play each other every year went to combined four and 76. There were no wins outside of the rivalry, okay? The only reason it was a rivalry is because statistically, it was the only chance either of us had of taking home a W, okay? It was, it was great, man. Uh, I did, I miss a lot of high school stuff, but sometimes, do you guys ever get nostalgic about shit and you, you realize it's like really stupid shit that you get nostalgic about? You ever have that? Yeah, okay. Uh, I do too, that's why I'm, I asked. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I was driving through my hometown and I realized <laughs> I, I, I saw a, a gas station and I got nostalgic about that gas station. Because I saw the gas station, it used to be an Arco and, and now it was a Valero. And it made me sad. Same gas, by the way. It's not a Chevron, there's no Tecron in it, so it's... It's the same thing, but it, I don't know why. It made me sad. It was silly. Um, uh, this is my last thing. I, uh, I have red hair. That's um, true. Uh, I actually I get made fun of a lot for it. I actually don't mind the red hair. I think it's cool. It makes me unique. What I don't like are freckles. I don't like freckles. They don't. The only two groups they look good on are hot girls and Morgan Freeman. That's. <laughs> That's it. It makes Morgan Freeman look wizened, and it makes the hot girls look worse. That's. They'd be better without. Uh, it's fine. But um, did you know, also, freckles get worse when you're in the sun. Did you know that? That's fucked up, right? Like, it's like my body is trying to tan, but is just phoning it in. You know? Like, oh, yeah, we couldn't uh, bronze all of it, but we threw in a few blotches. <laughs> it's bullshit. I, thank you, guys. My name is Max Eddie. Have a good night. Let's hear from Max Eddie. I'm fucking real. Your next comic, I'm going to have a hard time pronouncing his last name because I said I was going to have a hard time pronouncing his last name. Cody Abe. 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 I like that. I would have used you great in English class. Cody Abe. All right, what's up, guys? Um, how are you all doing today? Good. Uh, I was driving down uh, Geary, and I saw this guy. He was uh, he was on a scoot scooter. You guys know what those are? But I saw a caviar box on it. Like, that's like an Uber driver driving a zip car. Like, what the fuck? I didn't I didn't understand it. Um, uh, but like, does anybody? Like, you get, anybody here use Uber? Everybody use Uber at least once? Like, yeah, pretty readily. Um, I mean, <laughs> do you ever just give the same compliment that you see that they get the compliment for just because y- you're that socially awkward? No, uh, whatever. Um, well, to bring the room down more than I have already, <laughs> I lost my father at the age of six, but then I found him as we put his urn into the mausoleum.
You know, growing up without a father had his disadvantages, to say the least. I didn't have somebody to teach me how to shave, to teach me any moves with the girls. But most importantly, I didn't have a father to teach me how to beat my future kids. I didn't have a father, but what I did have was a loving mother. And, uh, you know, she did teach me a lot of things. Most importantly, she taught me how to beat my future kids. I love my mother to death, just like my father. <laughs> Sometimes I would uh, act up a little bit and she would have to punish me. For those of you that don't know what context clues are, that means she beat me. I'm uh, working on these. <laughs> Uh, the first time I smoked weed was when I was 16 years old. The first time I got high was 18 because I didn't realize you had to inhale it. But as a 16-year-old, I did. Uh, I thought I was just immune to the weed. Like my mom gave me a THC vaccine when I was a little kid. <laughs> I want that horn just to tag that joke every time now. But anyways, um, what else do I have? Oh, I'll leave with this. I grew up in Hawaii. Uh, you get some stupid questions when you grow up in Hawaii because it's such an isolated place. You get questions like, bro, does that mean you surfed every day? And I respond with, yeah, but it sounds like you did too, judging by that voice. Uh, oh my god, did you live in grass shacks? To which I respond, yes. Uh, the word radio shack actually means something completely different. And uh, the best one was some smart ass asking, ah, does that mean you surfed to school every day? Which I respond, uh, no, I wasn't poor. I took my dolphin. Thank you. Adios, guys. See you at the next mic. See ya. Thank you, guy. Um, hey, guys. Well, we got virgins in here. You got to stuff it all the way. Look at this shit. Come on. Stuff that motherfucker. Was that you, Cody? Uh, did, did mom forget to teach you sex ed? I think that was dad's job, right? Yeah. Do I got to teach you? I'm a dad. I'll be your dad. Is that all right? Don't answer it. Rhetorical question. Guys, stuff it in, okay? Fit it in. Just by looking at the next guy, I think this guy knows how to stuff it in. Your next comic, he's my favorite black guy in the room. Give a round of applause for Mike Evans Jr. It's funny, all my ex-white girlfriends say that same thing when they favorite black guy in the room and then... So I'm having problems with my dick right now. Um, just wanted you all to know. Um, it's tough 
Like at 24, I shouldn't have erectile dysfunction in the way that I do. I just get really nervous when I'm about to fuck someone, you know, and it just doesn't uh, doesn't really go up. Um, which really sucks because I'm dating someone new right now. I'm dating uh, an old friend that is she's just a good girl, and I'm not used to that shit. I'm used to like whores, like really just grab your dick in the middle of Safeway girls, you know. And it's not happening anymore, and I'm really nervous because I think she's like she means the world to me, and so. You know, yesterday I asked her, I was like, hey, you trying to, you trying to fuck in the back of my car? And she was like, hmm, that sucks, right? No? Anybody else? Doesn't suck for you guys? How do you guys have sex? Is it, I mean, you two fucking? It happens. It happens. Yeah, there we go. Right? Is it ever vicious? You're ever just like walking down the street and she's like, please, I just want your penis. No? That's all relative. Okay. <laughs> Not a not as open as I am. Let's uh, let's keep it moving. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm working on it. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Maybe I stop watching porn. Maybe in my that there's this, there used to be these billboards out that says porn kills love. I'm starting to believe those now a little bit because I don't. Know, I just expect to get blown everywhere. You know, just big old sloppy blowjobs. Um, you know, I figured out you can tell how much trauma someone's been through by how good of head that they give. You, you know what I mean? Like for some reason. No, it's just real. That's why I, I'm serious. People, girls with no parents are like, whoa. It's, what is it about seeing your parents fight that makes you know how to suck a dick? Anybody know the answer to that? I don't know. It's, <laughs> so I work with kids. Um, <laughs> I do work at a middle school. It's 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 a lot of fun. A lot of the kids are just like, I just want to beat the shit out of them. Sometimes, you know, it's. Uh, I'm I'm sad that the beating kids became illegal. Like it's like it's really rough that the kids know that shit too. You know, like my dad used to beat the fuck out of me in a good way though. Like clearly, because you know I'm not Michael Jackson or anything crazy. Um, yeah, like, he used to just bully me, he used to challenge me. He'd be like, hey, Dad, can I change the channel? He would hold out the remote and be like, come get it, nigga. Come get the remote. You can change the channel. I'm like, come on, man. I'm fucking seven. Like, don't make me fight you, Dad. He would always win, of course. Just every time. That would be me, just laid out, just pee on my face and shit. He didn't really pee on me. I just want to see your reaction. <laughs> It's my dad peeing on me. <laughs> knock, knock. Not my father. <laughs> it's perfect time for the horn. <laughs> I don't know. Um, being black is fun for a couple of reasons. One of the reasons is I can go up to white people and say, what's up, my nigga? And they get so uncomfortable, <laughs> but happy at the same time. It's really great. They're like, oh, can I say it? And then, they see the look on my face, and like, there's no way I can say it. All right. I almost said it to that guy, and then he called me his favorite black person in the room, so I can't do it anymore. My, fa my favorite white person in the room is definitely Pam, by default. Um, she's the shit. She's a great person. Um, let me end with something. Uh, yeah, so the, yeah, the word, saying nigga is a lot of fun. It's a good time. I, uh, as a teacher, I should probably stop kids from saying it as much 
as adults do, but it's way too entertaining. There's this little Chinese kid named Clarence that calls me a bitch ass nigga every day. And it, and like it happened in front of my boss and I was like, come on, like I can't, this shit is great. Like you can't make me silence my hero right now. This is, he's, he's the shit and it's so accurate. Like I'm, I'm a bitch ass nigga sometimes. It's, it's what I identify as. Some people identify as this. <laughs> no. It's too, it's too PC. Um, fuck. Don't want to get off stage. Let me say one more thing. Um, yeah, that's it. Climate change is going to kill us all. Let's hope that motherfucker is wrong, because I don't want climate change to kill us all. Not at all. No pun intended. That was a, oh my god. Come on, kill this guy. He's a horrible host. Stop it. Stop it. I can hear you guys. Your next comedian sounds like an Italian hitman. Victor Trevino? Question mark. That's his uh, junior. Uh. I did just use the bathroom, um, but I didn't wash one of my hands. <laughs> this one's not so clean, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I have some notes on it. How are you guys doing? Uh, are you guys here for the mic? Are you a comedian, sir? Okay, great. <laughs> this is going to go good. Uh, I have a hard time convincing people that I don't eat ass uh, because I have really bad halitosis. <laughs> You know how halitosis makes your breast smell like shit? That's what the joke is. Okay. I don't want to be here either. <laughs> I uh, work at a tech company. I've been taking Adderall all week. Work like 70 hours a week. I'm just doing to-do lists in my head at this point. I don't... <laughs> Conversation is tough for me. I feel like uh, if I was going to write a book on self-help, like how to get organized, I would just prescribe it uh, one chapter, just find a way to get Adderall. We're just going to walk around the stage for five minutes, I guess. Cause I, <laughs> I don't feel like being here. I got fired from my last job. I worked at a tech company. And it's uh, really sad. I'm not good at it. I work at a tech company. I don't fucking... Excel there. My manager thought I was great, though. Like, I'm good at... I talk a good game. I know I talk a good game because uh, for Christmas, my manager bought me a little wrist rest, which is like a pillow for your wrist to sit my little wrist on. Because he thought I was working so fucking hard that my wrist hurt. <laughs> he had thought I was typing so fast. And before I had that pillow, my wrists were just burning. This is as hard as it is for you as it is for me, sir. <laughs> uh, even more so. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, did you know that uh, antidepressants suppress your erection? <laughs> Just another classic prank. <laughs> Just another classic prank, prank by Big Pharma, am I right? <laughs> we got you this time. I don't know much about deals with the devil, but that sounds like one of them, right? So you can be happy, dude, but no erections? You guys follow that, right? <laughs> 
donating, so fucking give me something. <laughs> Alex, how does this work? Well, we're going to leave it for the next guy. It's just too much money is what's happening. If I put less money in there, I wouldn't have that problem. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, I would like to uh, participate in a circle jerk, uh, but I don't have enough friends. Just ends up being a little triangle. It's like a sad triangle. <laughs> okay, you're going to have to kick me off stage. Uh, I feel I, I start Googling stupid things nowadays. I'm a millennial. Shop for everything online. The other day I Googled top 10 towels of 2019. <laughs> And I got a result. I got a fucking blog about the top 10 towels. <laughs> That's all that joke has. Uh, anybody grow up Catholic? Yep. You grew up Catholic? Nope. Uh, I grew up Catholic, and this joke's not for anybody, so I'm going to skip it. Uh, <laughs> I'm very uh, often doing this uh, move where I go to a party, and I fake sick to excuse my low energy at that party. <laughs> I'm sick right now. That's not going very well. Thanks a lot. I'm Victor Trevino. <laughs> I really hope you don't have measles. You know that guy? This is why you got to just keep sending in those college payments. I know it's a lot, but just this is why you send them in. You know what I mean? It should have been an ad for don't do Adderall. <laughs> don't, all right? We love you, Vic. Hang in there, okay, guy? I got a little treat for you if you want to hit it. All right, your next comic. I got to bring up the paper to pronounce her last name. It's beautiful, guy. It's making me use my neutrons. Her name, Suzanne Kristamovich Pavadich. Oh, my God, I am retarded. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Hello, mutiny. Did, did you go to college? Yeah. Cause uh, the first thing you, <laughs> the first thing you laughed at was the thing about paying for college, and I think you could relate to that. I'm in college. Um, right, right now. Oh, going back or going again? Like, like I'm gonna go finish school, or like I'm gonna get another bachelor's degree. You have four bachelor degrees? Oh, okay. Well, moving on. Um, we should just start a money pile. You know, just throw it on there. Um, donate, donate money. Someone donate chapstick over there. It's on the piano. Uh, you know, in case people's lips get chapped, it's there for your use. Um, I can be spontaneous sometimes, a little last minute. Uh, I think I have good time management. I uh, mailed in my tax return on tax day. Um, I thought it was a good time <laughs> to do that. Uh, it was my first time filing taxes myself. Uh, and I'm sh you know how to file your taxes, right? Yeah, it was my first time, and uh, also my first time in a U.S. Postal Service store with intentions. Um, but uh, some people, they get their refund, and they decide to get, like, a new tattoo or, um, you know, pay bills or, or get tattoo removal, uh, which I think is even more ironic when it's an uh, infinity sign. 
Um, but I think I might get a really expensive juice for the first time. Uh, maybe put $7 aside and uh, get juice or get an Uber to go to the juice bar. Uh, but Or I might get sushi, but the sushi you get on a plastic tray uh, for, that was made by some uh, grocery store employee named Clark. <laughs> uh, that way, when I'm picking the sushi roll, uh, no one thinks that someone's supposed to meet me there. Uh, <laughs> and uh, also, when I'm eating it, no one will think that I just started without them. You know, I'd, also, I'll lower my risk of regretting my total order of three sushi rolls, a bowl of soup, a bowl of edamame, and a bottle of sake. You know, that uh, wine you drink with sushi, I guess. Um, let's see, uh, sushi's not something you should eat alone, though. Uh, no matter how old you are, if you eat it at the right pace, it's a real choking hazard. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, did anyone see the trailer for the new Lion King? CGI live action Lion King? It's basically Netflix's uh, Planet Earth with the Lion King plot. Uh, and also, Pumbaa, he do, they look like legit animals, you know? So Pumbaa doesn't walk the same. And he's lost a lot of personality. Um, kind of like what happens when someone has a stroke. Harsh. We all fear it. All right. I'm going to get off the stage. Thank you for this time. Donate. Donate more chapstick. Yeah, the female power. Yeah, I love it. Not being sarcastic, just super high. Um, your next comic, Chris Sandberg. Oh, give it up for your host again. Let's give him some claps. Yeah, let's give him some claps. So listen, I, I did donate. I did donate a dollar, but I don't have the dollar anymore. To, I didn't know we were donating on stage. I thought it was anonymous. You don't have to name a wing after me or anything, okay? I don't have a billion dollars. I work for Instacart, you know? I deliver groceries for a living. Not that I'm good at it. I don't even buy my own groceries because my mom does. But it's a skill to have a car. I don't have a car, but my mom has a car. So I'm having her outsource her car to me every weekday from 3 to 8, and in, in return, she allows me to live in her condo rent-free for six years. That's the arrangement we've made. I think it's fair. Um, not only do I live with my mom, I also live with my brother. Usually when you picture a guy living with his mom, you picture just the one guy. You don't consider that he could have a brother, and they live with their mom together. And it's just a race as you can move out first. Except we're both losers, so it's just the tortoise racing another tortoise. After two years, my brother moved out, which sucks, because I lost. But after another couple years, my other brother moved in, which is great, because it's like a rematch. I get another shot at the title. My mom put up a sign in the bathroom that said, wash your hands, but she never got any soap for the bathroom, so I don't know how I'm supposed to do that. All the sign does is foster this deep-seated guilt every time I go to the bathroom. My brother used to have a sign in the bathroom that said, smoke weed. But there wasn't ever any weed in the bathroom, so once again, maybe they're trying to teach me a lesson in personal responsibility, that if I want to keep smoking weed and washing my hands, I got to start paying for it. That's what I have to do. I have to put the money aside. I got to budget it. 
but I don't know. I mean, I finally got health care. Yeah, I haven't had health care my entire adult life, and now I have it. But in order to keep my health care, I can't make more than $1,300 a month. So the way I see it, I have two options. I can find a job that pays me $13 an hour, work 100 hours a month. Or I can find a job that pays me $1,300 an hour and work for an hour. Which isn't as crazy as it sounds. Draymond Green makes $9,000 an hour. Now, I'm not saying I'm, nine, you know, I'm better than Draymond Green, but I don't think I'm nine times worse. <laughs> Maybe a basketball, but all other stuff. Like walking through doorways or getting into a Honda Civic. It's good for me to have health care, though, you know? Because I'm a big guy. I'm a fat man, I will admit it. One thing that sucks about being fat is when you have a stain in your shirt. It's like everybody already assumes I eat like shit and I gotta walk around with the evidence. <laughs> and nothing looks sloppier than a fat guy with a stain on his shirt because if you're thin and you have a stain in your shirt, you're cool. The shirt's vintage, it's worn in. But when you're fat and you have a stain in your shirt, you're disgusting, you're sad, you've given up on life. Couldn't eat that shit fast enough, could you, Tubby? When you're as fat as I am, people are they're always saying that you're looking good, which is condescending. Ooh, looking good, Chris. Ooh, leave me alone, Mark. Or they're asking if you've lost weight recently. Chris, have you lost weight? Keep it up. Where was all this candid conversation when I was initially gaining the weight? Because when you're getting fat, nobody ever says anything. It's only after you've gotten fat that people start to comment on your fatness. Nobody's going up to thin people asking if they've lost weight. If you do that, it's because you're concerned that they're dying. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm 300 pounds. I'm dangerously obese. I probably have diabetes. My friends are saying, keep it up. That's my time, everybody. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love that. I almost cried. I have the same issues. I have to do... I was just doing this, like, looking over, like, did I get any pee on my pants, you know? Like, I really gotta, you know... It's not good. It's horrible when you're uncircumcised, too. Just that combination, just... It's really like a kick in the nuts. Your next comic looks clean-shaven. Looks like he's probably circumcised. Head Richards. Wow, what it is. A lot of people ask me here, you know, it's my first time in this area, Mutiny Radio, and like, is your name really Head? No, it's a nickname I've had since I was a little child. But looking back now, like, I realized, like, they were making fun of me. But at the time, I didn't realize. Like, Little League Baseball, you know, you go sign up, they look one look at me, and they're like, all right, you're going to be the catcher. What? Why? We can't get a hat to fit you. <laughs> like, I wear a size 8 and 1 8 fitted hat. I don't know if you guys wear New Era hats or not, but that's a large fucking cranium. But, like, growing up, like, even my own mother called me that. And I'm like, Mom, like, why didn't you call me by my birth name? She's like, have you seen your baby photos? You look like an orange on a toothpick. Oh, my own mother. But she's like, you know, like, she grew up in the sex, drugs, and rock and roll era. She's like, you know, when you get old enough, meet a girl and she hears your name's head, she's going to think, like, you have a sledgehammer. I'm sorry, ladies, but you won't be waddling tomorrow after me. I'm more like Andy Dufresne from Shawshank. I'm slowly going to dig my way to your orgasm. Ugh. It's terrible. So uh, I used to work in hockey. You know, we got the Sharks out here. We got any Sharks fans here tonight? Yeah. 
Nice. You guys care more about hockey here than in Texas. Because I remember I worked seven years in the minor leagues, and I finally got a job up in the NHLs with the Dallas Stars, and I'm all excited. Remember the first day I'm in town, like I don't know anybody, so I go out to eat. And the waitress is like, oh, what do you do for a living? So like I'm excited. Like I'm finally like proud of what I do, right? So I tell her, like, oh, I'm a crew manager with the Dallas Stars hockey team. She looked right at me and she's like, who are they? The hockey team? Like, you have two signed jerseys in here of players on those teams right now. Stupid bitch. But that's when I knew like I was in for a culture shock down there, right? Because like I'm from up north, like People want to talk about the big comeback win last night, the fight the other day. Like, Texas, it's, oh, what's the travel like? And how's the hotels? So I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, it was great. Like, yesterday, too, I got to pick up 22 sweaty jock straps. What a fun day. <laughs> like, I worked out every day this happened. When I worked hockey 10 years, working on my computer, there's always at least one guy who walks in butt naked to ask me a question. Hey, head, my new sticks come in yet? Buddy, why don't you cover that up before you ask me? But you know, it's like any other job. You just get sick of what you do after a while. And I did what any reasonable man would do. And I got fired so I can go to WrestleMania. Uh, so I'm new to this. And uh, I've been traveling around because I like to get high. And I think of stupid ideas. So like I'm from Pennsylvania. And I was like, oh, I'll drive back up there to visit my family before I leave for the summer. And uh, I was like, okay, I'll drive to Nashville and stop there. Have you guys ever been to Nashville before? Yeah. What a city. Taking years off my life. But I hit an open mic while I was there, and then we got four minutes, and the guy ended up giving me like six and a half minutes. I was, I was pretty excited, because I'm new to this, right? So I take everything to heart. I'm like, hey, thanks for the time. I appreciate the extra minutes up there. He looked at me, he's like, oh, sorry, I dozed off for a minute when you're up there. Your shit put me to sleep. Man, I felt crushed. But all right, my name's Head Richards, everyone. Thanks for coming. I smell baby. The head wasn't good, huh? Okay. God bless. Drive safe out there. Your next comedian, Elliot Moranis? Is that close enough? I'm ready. So beards are in various lengths, people growing them. See a couple in the crowd here. Trust me, they're in. I think they actually have always been in. If you go back far enough in history, bearded guys predate shaven guys. Jesus, for example. But I can't really grow a good beard. You know, it comes in kind of blotchy. You know, I kind of look like some kind of weird European guy, possibly Estonian. Might be the right country. And, you know, I don't really like beards, actually, because in the past three weeks, I've seen like two guys eating bagels with cream cheese with beards. And afterwards, they had cheese beards. Not down with that. And I was talking to a friend of mine about my issue with beards. He's like, yeah, you know what? If you tried to grow a beard, you'd probably look like Christian Bale and The Machinist. For people who haven't seen that movie, it's the one where he nearly died from starvation. So that's my look. Movie star almost dead from starvation. 
So you see a lot of weird shit at open mics, right? I went to one a few weeks ago, and this guy asked me to film his set on his iPod. It was an iPod, not an iPhone. But, you know, I agreed to do it, because who knows, maybe this iPod video is the break he needs in his career. I went up and did my set before him, and the guy heckled me. It was a really crude heckle that I'm not even going to repeat in front of you nice people. Trust me, it was bad. You, I would have to tell the joke that I said again that that... Really? Okay, it was a... I'll give you this. It was a joke about Donald Trump's piss tape, okay? And he said... We can go to the bathroom right now and make our own piss tape. <laughs> right? It's rude and gross. But anyways, he went up afterwards, and I had agreed to film him, and I did it. And afterwards, I, I had this weird situation where I had to return the iPod to him. But he, the guy was nice. He was complimentary. He was like, look, good set, funny jokes, good stage presence. You had a heckler, but you dealt with him well. He's like, dude, do you have multiple personality disorder? If you do, let me know how that is. So I have a dog, right? And I'm really into watching dog documentaries on Netflix. I watched this one called 41 Dogs in a Home. It's about this woman who lives in a home with 41 dogs in the UK and you ask 41 dogs that seems like a really random number why 41 that is the legal limit for the amount of dogs you can have in an apartment in the UK believe me she would have more thank you so she has no source of income her soul all her money comes from her stud bulldog George. She gets paid a thousand pounds for him to impregnate female bulldogs, right? So there's a lot of pressure on this little guy's shoulders. He's supporting 40 other dogs and a woman with his seed. It's a British documentary, so it has really, really good narration. So there's this one part where a woman brings in her bulldog to be impregnated by George. And the narration goes something like this. Oh, look here now comes lucky bitch Susan. She looks prepared to have a go with George the stud. And this is followed by a soft core dog sex scene in which lucky bitch Susan gets impregnated. So if you're into British dog hoarding and or softcore dog porn, watch 41 Dogs in a Home on Netflix. All right, thank you. I'll just stick to the porn guy. Your next comedian coming up is the guy that beat the shit out of Amber Heard. Yes, I said it. I'm just kidding, actually. But this guy does look like Johnny Depp. Give it up for Ernest and Vagil. Vagil. 
evangelist, 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 like the church. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Depp. Hey guys, um, yeah, I look like Johnny Depp. Um, Johnny Depp specifically from Benny and June. You guys remember that movie? Or I like to call it my version, Benny and Gook. Gook. I can't say that. I'm not Asian. I am Asian. Um, what do I want to say? Hey guys, I've been gone. Uh, I've been, uh, at L in LA, uh, I came from Nitsy Hustle's funeral. Do you guys who the rapper who was recently killed? Uh, yeah, it was crazy. I was there on Sh Crenshaw and Slauson, and uh, uh, do you know that his car is still parked there? Like where he got killed at? His uh, his uh, Jaguar is still parked there, and then but next to the Jaguar is like a bunch of candles lit. And like a bunch of like rolling 60s crips just like uh, defending it. And then there's barbecue chicken. And then uh, a bunch of like the, the way uh, they gated it off, it was like the black Muslims came. And uh, which is scarier than regular Muslims uh, because. <laughs> No, no, but they had it all set it up really cool, uh, real organized, kind of like Disneyland, or dare I say, Nipsey-land. Uh, and then, after that, there were like a bunch of police and cops, like six helicopter cops in the air, and cops with like riot gear. Uh, can you imagine they had all these cops out here just so they could tow Nipsey Hussle's car because it had been parked there over a week. Uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, I've been hanging out in L.A. Uh, with a lot of rich celebrity people, you know. And I think I get hanging out with rich people. I think I kind of get it now, man. Like, I get white people vote for Trump. Man, fuck these immigrants. Am I right? No? Okay. Uh, my new favorite pastime besides watching white people overdose is... Uh, no, don't worry, dude. I have Narcan. It's cool. It's like it's like Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. Like, <clears throat> and then they come back. Um, but, like, besides that, I like farting in front of rich people. You could do that. If you're just hanging next to them, you could fart right next to them. And they smell my farts. Rich people smell my farts. I mean, you guys, you guys smelled it. Like, I took a shit in there. You guys have been smelling it the whole time. It's satisfying. Okay, you guys have a good night. <laughs> Ernest reminds me of the kid I would just like poke at to like go crazy in the class. Like remember that ADD kid and you'd be like, yes, he didn't take his medicine. I'm going to fuck with him. So class is disrupted and maybe he'll come back with a gun. I don't know. Oh boy. Your next comic, he looks like my younger brother. Give it up for Mark Neuer. That's really intense music. <coughs> Alex Woody was not playing when he said that when he got up for the first time. That's like some fucking straight, like, tweaker metal, you know what I mean? You're like smoking some crank. 
running on a treadmill with those in your fucking ears. Jesus Christ. You run for seven days straight listening to that music. What's your name? Chris. All right, never mind. Has my time started yet, Pam? Oh, wow, okay. What am I doing? All right, well, fuck it. My name's Mark Neuer. I've been that for 23 years. It took me 23 years to find out that Neuer means drowning in French, which is convenient because that's what I'm doing in debt. It's like it was written in my stars. It also means walnuts in French, which makes me th- like think conversa- conversations in France must be very interesting. Like, you're what? You're walnuts. Me too. <laughs> oh, you're drowning. Oh, shit. Oh, someone called the ambulance. Someone called some emergency services. My middle name is William, which is dope because I could just remix my name to be Willie Walnuts for the rest of my life. I think that's spectacular because that's just like Willy Wonka's porn name. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the porn for Willy Walnuts? I know it's a lot to take in. Let's just worry about the porn music. Can we think about the porn music? Like, come with me and we'll be in a world of impure masturbation. And then you just see the Oompa Loopas fist-fucking each other in the background. Children are dying. It looks like you're judging me on my porn choices. I'm not, I don't judge you on your porn choices, bud. All right? It's okay. Yeah, just uncross your arms. Control the boner in your pants. Jesus. What, my horn doesn't get a fucking reaction? Do you not like me? Do you not like my horn? I just had that exact argument with my girlfriend last night. Do you not like me? Do you not like my horn? (laughs) Uh, I have a new job. I'm a barista. Awesome. None of you know what it means either. Uh, I have no idea. I make avocado toast. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's, what's going on. I have no idea. I don't make coffee. I make avocado toast. I had someone come in and order an avocado toast on medium rare toast. <laughs> it's fucking bread. It's not gonna. I didn't marinate it overnight. It's not gonna. It's not gonna moo more. It's not gonna bleed when I cut it. All right. Um, before I get off stage, I have to pay Pam Benjamin. Are you, has everyone paid Pam Benjamin? Can I just take just a second of time while I pull out this money to just talk about how much I love Pam Benjamin and Alex Woody? Pam Benjamin is uh, such a powerhouse to the comedy scene in San Francisco and really just the Northern California region. And I just, I respect Pam a lot and I love Pam and she's a powerful uh, business uh, owner and she also has a vagina um, and that doesn't really happen all the time. So it's it's awesome to see that happening. Uh, And... uh, 
Your negative energy is making this negative feedback come out of this fucking microphone, Alex Woody. Pam has so much money coming out of here. It's bursting out of the seams. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great night. I really hope you didn't kill a kid for his clothes. Your next comedian looks more normal. Give it up. Give it up for Cole Chapman. Normal-looking Cole Chapman. Yes, we made it, ladies and gentlemen. Look at you, man. I've been looking at your skin. For, I don't know how old you are. How old are you? You have impeccable skin and yet gray hair. I'm looking right at you, man. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm like. I don't. No offense. No offense. I saw you from. I was like. I was like. Because you you have Im, like immaculate skin, but gray hair, and also dress like a very cool, just out of college, but also maybe cool dad, but like dad bod thing going on. And I'm like, I don't know. It was just like a, just like a temporal, you know. It was like looking into a black hole. You know what I mean? I was freaking out. I was like, this dude, who are you? This war, this warlock, this ageless man, <laughs> this Paul Rudd of the open mic comedy scene. It was unbelievable. I'm just saying, you're a very good looking man. This, this is how I hit on people. I'm not even bisexual or gay. I'm just out here just trying to make people feel good. Indirectly via a weird insult, kind of. Maybe, right? I don't know. It depends on how you how you take it. <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, Mark was talking about getting judged on porn. You're judging. You didn't want to get, you don't want to pass judgment on porn watching, right? I do. I think <laughs> I think that we sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes here's why I say this: is I had a friend contact me recently, and he asked me in full earnestness. He was like, "Hey, do you have any background movie suggestions?" And I was like, "I I don't know, man. Like The Meg or something, just something mindless, whatever." He was like, "No, like porn background suggestions." And I was like, "What the fuck do you mean background porn? Like what do you <laughs> like what do you you just put on? Are, what why are you every care like?" character in a movie played by Ron Jeremy, you know what I mean? Like, when he shows up and he's some gangster, he's all gross and greasy, and he's got, like, big sunglasses on, he's always got a porn movie in the background, and you're like, this is the worst dude ever. Now, this guy's asking me, like, oh, this is normal. I'm like, no, it's not normal. (laughs) That's a weird behavior. Ask me for suggestions. Oh, yeah, bro, just go to the Pornhub front page. Pick pick anything, pick anything. (laughs) Good good riff. All right. (laughs) What are we talking about? I don't know. Uh... I'm a fan of uh, legal marijuana, but it's difficult, you know. Is anybody here a fan of legal marijuana? Obviously, we got a few. This is Muni Radio, obviously. Are you uh, also a? Uh, would you consider yourself an environmentalist as well? Sure. Yeah. I have an electric car. You have an electric car, so at least you're doing something, right? Because I buy legal marijuana, and whenever you buy it, I don't know if you've purchased it. You walk out with like 17 different packages and like puzzles that you got to get through <laughs> in order to. It is like ridiculous. Like the, you are state mandated to walk out with literally like a binder bag that's like got a childproof thing. It's, it happens to be me proof too. I'm like, what the fuck is this weird pressure puzzle I got to figure out? And then you get into that, right? Then there's the actual package itself. Plus, there's like 17 different advertisements in the bag and whatever throws out. You get to the box, right? Open up the box, there's a tube in there, right? You have the open up the tube, there's a capsule in there, right? You're like, fuck, you gotta smash the capsule open, right? Inside, there's a bag made of hemp, right? You're like, okay, this is kind of neat, there's a nice logo on it, very cool. You open it up, there's a sad Native American in there. You gotta dump him out, get him out of there. 
he left behind a thing of confetti, you go blow that away, and then there is another box that you open up, and there is your little vape capsule in there, like your cartridge, with two little foam bits at the end, holding it in place, that you just know, the minute you screw that in and take a hit, those things are going to go directly into a turtle's nose, you know what I mean? And then you're going to be, <laughs> you're going to have that turtle's blood on your hands, you don't want that. And why? So this movie's kind of funny, right? Come on, <laughs> like this is... I don't think the trade-off is there. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there, I'm smoking, I'm like vaping right in my bed, trying to chill. And I just picture just those two little things flying through the ocean. This turtle's just like, Funk! oh shit, what the fuck? And I'm just sitting back home like, ha ha ha, this is kind of silly. All right, guys, I'm out of time. Give it up for your host, Alex Woody. Oh yeah, you're definitely a guy who would have hung out with to try to get laid with some chicks. You know what I mean? Fat guys would always hang out with the guys that could get laid. Can you get laid? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we get it, you fuck dudes. Alright, your next comic. We skipped a couple people, so he's going to be surprised. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack Ferguson. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Um, I think we got to get off fossil fuels. Uh, I think we should switch entirely to nuclear energy. Not because it would be better for the environment, but just because it would be fucking crazy to be powering everything on that. You know, like using nuclear energy, that's the most powerful weapons technology in the world. That's like if in Star Wars, everything was powered by the Death Star, you know? Like, I think that if you had, if I had an electric toothbrush, I would just feel a little bit better about using that electric toothbrush if I knew the batteries in it had the power to make Japan surrender, you know? All right, never mind. <laughs> uh, I like sports. I'm a big sports fan. Uh, I think that I have some rules, though, that I think could make sportsmen more entertaining. I think, for instance, in sailing, there should be competitive sailing. There should be one sailboat in every race that's just filled with pirates that are trying to board the other boats. And if you get boarded by the pirates, you're out, you know? I think in water polo, if they ever make it to overtime, I don't know how overtime works in water polo, but if they make it to overtime, I think just to amp up the intensity, they should put some jellyfish in the pool, you know? Like just see if, see if they can navigate around that. Last one, I think in golf, every competitive golfer should get a butterfly net. And he can go on the green, and if he catches any of the balls that his opponents hit on the fly, gets to send them back. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I used to play sports. I used to play football, which is surprising to a lot of people because I look like a lacrosse player who got lost in the woods. Um, but when I, when I tell people I used to play football, they usually ask me, like, oh, did you have concussions? Like, I hear that's a big problem. Do you have concussions? And I hate that question because I don't remember, you know? Uh, I, uh, I, saw on, I saw on the news that uh, Russia recently assassinated someone, they, but they assassinated one of their own spies, you know? And I think that's just crazy. Like, I feel like Russia just needs to chill out, you know? Like, what kind of information could that spy have on Russia that would tarnish Russia's name? Like, you're Russia, you know? We already know you're evil. Like, any information could get out, and it wouldn't, it, nothing would surprise me at this point. And they're hacking elections, too, you know? They just need to relax. Like, Russia is, the Russian politics, they're like the guy who, in competitive pickup basketball games, is, like, setting screens and playing defense, you know? Like, you're not really helping, and you're just making everybody hate you. Um, 
Yeah. I think, uh, I think people give God too much credit. I think that uh, people are always thanking God for stuff that he doesn't deserve to be thanked for. If you, uh, you know, like for instance, if someone really religious gets sick and then they get better, they'll be like, oh my God, thank you for healing me. Thank you for saving me. But God gave you that sickness. He was actively trying to kill you. You know, like you shouldn't be thanking God. You should be thanking the doctor who defeated God, you know? Uh, that's it. Thank you. I'm Jack Ferguson. This next guy looks like he could live up to my tattoos. See these Japanese tattoos here? Yeah, my son asked me the other day, Dad, are you a ninja? Nope, just an idiot. Your next comic, Duat May? My. Thank you, thank you. I don't have tattoos, I got ringworms. I got many, many, they just appear and then they disappear and they laugh at me and things. But I, uh, want, I remember when people used to wear uh, glasses without the lenses them, lenses, because it was fashionable, remember that? I thought if they were gonna do that, they should also wear a hearing aid that doesn't work, <laughs> right? Batteries not included, perfect! <laughs> I'll take it. Do you also have a wheelchair that doesn't roll? I wanna sit in it while I try on my wig that has a bald spot. That's, hey, I'm starting to carry around an envelope everywhere I go, just in case somebody walks in on me, I'll lick it and look important. That's what I wanna do. Who am I writing? Stephen King. I'm telling him that I have a better ending for the Shawshank Redemption. As it turns out Andy Dufresne did murder his wife. It's not a happy ending because he murdered his wife. It's just another twist because Stephen King is really good at it. Is what I, hey, do you guys know that's the commandment number 11? It's thou shalt not fold the pages of the Bible to create a bookmarker. I, I enjoy the Constitution better because uh, it gives you things, right? The commandment takes them away. Commandments like, you shall not disrespect your parents. Then the Constitution was like, freedom of speech, say what you want. Who cares? They'll yell at you, yell at them. I don't care. Let the neighbors hear it. Hey, you guys know the, uh, you guys know the, the, uh, the softball pitch, the women's softball game, the big pitch they got? I like that big wind-up pitch, right? It's, it looks funny, but it's like they would not curtail to male egotism, right? They're like, the guys are like, you gotta do it like this. And she was like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck that. They go, no, 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 like this. We want everybody to hit the ball. She's like, fuck you again. <laughs> and you're like, wow, well, what are you doing? We did a study. Our women's arms rotate better counterclockwise. Don't do that. I think we should let women throw overhand, you know? Why not? You know, we don't make WNBA players shoot underhand, right? And what are you doing? We did a study. We just told that other girl. Why did you doing? They got a show called uh, NBA Husbands, you know? No, no, NBA Wives, right? I thought uh, they should also have a show called WNBA Husbands, right? <laughs> Follow them around as they look for part-time work to make ends meet. <laughs> Is that sexist? 
Is that a sexist joke? Is it is real? All right, okay, all right. So it could be considered sexist, but I like the fact that you said it was real. Are you a Republican or a Democrat? Good, good. If Democrats think it's real, then I can use it. All right. If it's a Republican, then I go, ah, okay, I got to ask 10 more Republicans. And then I got to use the average. And then, uh, did I get the light? Oh, that, I forgot. Yes, the thing that interrupts us while we're speaking. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> not a light that nobody else can see, but a honking that everybody can hear. That steps right on the pause before the punchline, and they go, you didn't pause. I'm not laughing. So, uh, Anyways, I did get that, right? I did. Okay. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. That's a minute. Oh, I thought I riffed. Okay. Oh, remember, like, you know how you're at a party, and you say bye to everybody, and then you use all your energy to say bye to somebody? And then it turns out you didn't say bye to people, and you go, fuck, now I've got to sneak out. I don't have any more energy. This is... I can't say good. Anyways, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Your next comic could be comedian or uh, cousins with the last comic. Give it up for Vashak Nair. Nar, goddammit, Nar. Hey, guys. Um, so I came here last week and I forgot to say a couple of jokes. So I'm going to start with that. I want to talk about my love life. Uh, I talk about my love life with my parents. And it's weird because my mom is the kind of person who's supportive. And at the same time, she's not supportive. She's looking out for herself too. So, And the idea is in college, I like this girl. And she wasn't Indian. And that's a problem in my family. The fact that she's not Indian. And um, I told my mom that I was trying to date this girl. And then she said, she's not Indian. Oh, that's okay. Good for you. And then turns out, turns out this girl doesn't like me. Um, and then I told my mom that, oh, wait, she doesn't like me. And then my mom's like, oh, good for me. Because... Um, uh, <laughs> Because she wants an Indian daughter-in-law. Actually, that's not what she said. She said good, as in like, that's a good thing. She's savage. I love my mom. I love my dad. Uh, but there's this thing in Indian households where like, you, know, you, can't, you don't say that. You take it for granted. You don't tell them that you love them. You don't hug them. Uh, that's kind of sad. That wasn't meant to be. That, that wasn't a joke. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, and let's let's move on. Let's move on. The next thing I want to talk about is Icarus. Icarus was the god with feathers who flew too close to the sun. And that's basically a metaphor for like how humans are like really greedy. And there's I have an instance too in my life. When I go back home from work, I always forget to take a piss right when I leave work. And then I can't take a piss on the way back because like, you can't take a piss in the Muni. Some people do, but you can't. You can't take a piss in the bar. And so I'm rushing to get home. It takes me like 45 minutes. I'm on the bus. And then I get home. And then I get into my room to drop my bag. And then I notice, that I, I notice my pants lying on the ground. And I'm like, let me fix that. So I place it on the hanger. And then I see that the, the belt is still tied to the pant. And then I'm like, I have time. Um, and at the same time, I'm just like <sighs> squirming. 
and I remove the belt, and then I see that I, oh, I can clean my room. And then, so th the idea here is I'm greedy, because like once I get there, I should have just taken a piss, but I didn't, because I thought I had time. And then I look downstairs, and I'm like, Dick, hold your ground, and he didn't. And that's the end of that. Um, I mean, no, that's that's a joke. <laughs> I mean, the last time I pissed myself was when I was seven. Um, that's that's early, right? I mean, that's not late, right? I'm looking for some validation here. I'm looking for some validation. Okay. <laughs> the next one, the next joke, the last joke is the fact that I might finish early tonight. Uh, and that's a complaint that she has too. Um, no, that's a joke. Uh, I haven't had sex yet, but I promise I'll be good at it when I do. Uh, where's the horn? Wait. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fuck this. Okay. See you guys. Thanks. Yeah, you know, I almost peed myself today. I got in the elevator right next to a woman, right? And have you ever done this? You say something out loud, and you didn't mean to say it out loud. I was like, come on, fucking! And the lady looked at me. She thought I was talking to her. I said, no, I'm talking my dick. <laughs> yeah, she hit, started hitting the button. Come on, come on, come on. You got Weinstein's nephew in here. The uh, next comedian, she's nothing like Weinstein. Give it up for Regina. Uh, I wanted to say vagina. I don't know why. I must be horny. I must be horny. Uh, Regina Fletcher. So bold of you to assume that I'm not like Weinstein. Um, but yeah, I am. I am half Jewish. I think he's all Jewish. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I just want to say there's something really interesting about the body, body positivity up here. Can we, can we say that for people pissing themselves? Is that under the umbrella of body positivity? Like, I don't know. It's part of your body and, and people just being unabashed about these stories. Um, yeah. Good Icarus comparison. I, I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Gods and peeing your pants. Yeah. Um, so, so who here is going to celebrate 420 in the park this weekend? Oh, oh. Yeah, no, okay, come on, all right. I, I knew there were some people. I knew there were some people. Um, yeah, so I, I definitely have the background of the kind of person that would be celebrating 420 tomorrow. Um, as I've already mentioned, yeah, half Jewish, my mom, uh, progressive Jewish woman, comes to San Francisco in the 60s, uh, quakes it up with the Quakers, um, you know, enrolling men of draft age into, uh, you know, minimum amount of college education requirements to get them out of the draft. And my dad, meanwhile, in 1969, won a state Supreme Court case getting a guy out of prison for possession of marijuana. So you would think, you would think with these parents, we would be a cannabis-consuming family. No, we are not. This weekend, my plans consist of finding a non-radical Easter plan for my Christian father to celebrate. Let me explain. My dad approaches me, and he's like, hey, let's do something for Easter this year. Let's, like, you know, go to a service or something. He means brunch. Because the next thing that happens when I say, oh, yeah, you know, I've actually been on a little bit of a church shopping spree. I've got some recommendations. Let's go to the Unitarian Church. He's like, oh, no, I can't go to them. They're too radical. I'm like, look, I was there three weeks ago. It's a bunch of old white people. You're going to fit right in, dad. Um, you know, and I, I just like to say that I think uh, 
old white people are kind of unduly getting a reputation as being progressive radicals. I mean, they're not all Bernie Sanders, Santa Claus, Jesus Christ, and the Easter Bunny, you know, okay? They're not all about like wealth redistribution for the next generation. Okay, fine, um, we don't know if Jesus and the Easter Bunny are actually white, um, but they're probably both Jewish, you know? <laughs> I mean, who else is gonna be like hoarding small treats and hiding them under furniture for your children? That is a very um, Hebronic quality, shall I say. Um, yeah, so I, I've been putting together my, um, you know, my, my non-radical Easter plans. Oh, man, I can't believe that I have to do this. And uh, I, in, in, you know, because of this to prepare for Sunday and not doing anything fun on Saturday, I am celebrating today. Do you guys know what today is? What do you guys think today is? April 19th. It is April 19th. Nobody, oh, wow. Yeah, it is Good Friday, and it is also Bicycle Day. Um, and if you think it is Bike to Work Day, uh, then that means you think it's a good idea to bike to work on LSD. It is the anniversary of when Albert Hoffman first developed LSD. Yes, the psychedelic, it's pretty amazing. And uh, bicycles and LSD, they're both very carbon neutral forms of transportation. Um, and they are both things that people should only do while exercising with caution and possibly using helmets. Um, thank you, Mutiny Radio. You guys have been amazing as always. Give a, a beautiful hand to Regina. Unbelievable. Like I said, bringing that female power in here. I love it. it. Smells great, too. Your next comedian, Bob Cambro. Yeah. Oh, shit. Did you forget, guy? You take a Xanax? Hey, Bobby. fuck are you all still doing here <laughs> yeah this is one of those rare occasions where we're all in a room and nobody wants to be in this room and for some reason we're all just putting ourselves through this I know why I'm here I just moved here and uh, I don't know anybody I know two people outside of my co-workers so uh, that's why I'm here so I don't think anyone else has a better excuse than that um, it's kind of sad. Love open mic comedy. Everyone's so supportive here. Yeah, it's great. Um, nobody wants to see it after the, even though they do it. It's awesome. Yeah, this mic stand's pissing you off too? Yeah, great. All right. Um, just moved here from Florida. And uh, you hear a lot of crazy stories about Florida. And uh, they're true. Um, but what people don't know is there's two Floridas in Florida. There's Florida, just Florida. I'm from Florida. And uh, name of my high school was Plantation High School. Not making that up, Plantation High School. And our mascot was the Colonel. And much like a Colonel, he held a gun in one hand. And in the other hand, he had a whip, which is not much like a Colonel. Anyway. Um, does anyone have a power cube for like a charger? My phone's about to die. 
and I don't know how to get home because I don't know anything around here. Um, I'll smoke you out on half a joint or not. We don't even have to have small talk. They'll just sit in the corner with the power cube and charge my phone. It's not a joke. This is serious. I really do need a power cube. I won't make it home tonight. That's a fact. Um, outside of stand-up comedy, I run a support group for uncircumcised men. Unfortunately, local YMCA will no longer host our meetings. In retrospect, I probably shouldn't have hung up that banner that said, welcome back, skinheads. Just a light one, just a little light one. Got a haircut the other day. I had long hair until recently, got a haircut. I just walked in, I was like, hey, I want to look like a guy named Dustin. Gotcha. Turn 23 next month. I have a good feeling about this one. Top 25 at least. I like the clothing store H&M. H&M is great for when you need something to wear tonight and never again. Because as soon as you wash that article of clothing, it turns into garbage. Looks like you've worn it for years. I looked up what it's made out of. It's actually a blend of one-ply toilet paper and paper mache. Alrighty, one more. Fuck it. Uh, got Snapchat news now. Snapchat news. Uh, to me, Snapchat news is like news for people who still get excited by the hibachi, uh, the onion volcano at hibachi restaurants. <laughs> you ever look at somebody's uh, Snapchat uh, like Bitmoji or avatar, and you think? Not quite. Uh, if you say goodnight to your random followers on Snapchat, I don't have a joke for that yet, but go fuck yourself. Alrighty, thank you. It's been great. Oh, and if anybody has cash, I can Venmo them to donate some money, but I don't have cash. The, 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 other, the other option is that you can take a picture and you can put it on your Instagram and say, go follow Mutiny Radio SF. You have an Instagram, right? So just uh, you don't have an Instagram? No, 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 no. He does. I recognize him for the from the uh, Hooded Warrior Foundation. Oh. Uh, yeah. Me too, brother. Me is too. It, Hooded is, Warrior. You get uh, it? Is is the Instagram more precious than the two dollars? Is that what I'm learning? I have like hundred followers on Instagram. Oh, that's Fine. that's good. I don't ever use it. Oh, okay. Random radio station. Okay. They'll use it if I pull out my skinhead. Okay. That's fair enough. No, no, I'd like the money. I just made a different, I just made up a new thing because some people were like, I don't have the money. And then, so I was like, oh, I'll do this Instagram thing because I don't know how to do Instagram. So I thought like, it's equitable labor wise. It's just a theory. It's okay. It might not, I don't think it's going to work, but I just wanted to give people options. Yeah, definitely. Donate to Mutiny. This is an amazing place, right? Great podcast. Round of applause for Mutiny. Didn't bring it up enough. Look at this. Unbelievable. We've got one last comic. That was a hell of an intro for a comic. A long ass one. I apologize. Your next comedian goes by the name of Ian Russo. No? Ian, you SOB? I guess that's it, folks. Wait, Thanks for showing up. Thanks for hanging out with me. My name's Alex Woody. Adios.
big hand to Alex Woody for hosting the happy hour open mic. Coming up at 8 o'clock is Password with special guest host Chris Holstein tonight. It's um, it's a comedy show. It's 10 bucks. It's going to be great. It has a great lineup. And the audience gets these words out of a bucket or a basket. And then if the comedian says those topics, then they win a prize. Someone wins a prize. There's prizes. Uh, Chris will be better at explaining it, but stick around. Uh, if you were listening in the fills, that was Asada Messiah, local metal band. And uh, thanks, guys, for supporting Mutiny Radio. Yay. Big thanks again to Alex Woody. Yay. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good special happy hour prices all night long with your mutiny radio comedy festival ticket march 1st through 5th check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com come take a seat i had a date there and it did not go well but it wasn't the fault of the place they're very nice asiento For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. 
subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't know anything about it. Sorry. <laughs> All so- on.
Sure you ain't been tailed, man? Ten years old. 